Well, welcome everyone. This is, I'm going to call it now, Life Lesson Number 2. Anyone has ideas, they want to call uh, the series anything that one believes it should be called. I'm open to ideas. So one other p- part that we're going to do here is, um, one of them is this Leket Rashima's on Tefillah, on prayer, and how to bring it down into practical action. The second mode is Devre uh, Taira, on the Parsha, but then bringing it down to actual, our own daily lives. And the third is particularly Rabbi Avram J. Tversky. There is a book that he wrote regarding Hasidus, Rebbe's and Hasidim, has great insights in here and also bringing it down to practical uh, life for everybody. Um, and his work in general is extremely wise, extremely powerful and insightful. Um, I only met him once, and it was a very direct, less than a minute, uh, tough love type of conversation. Um, but I was very, very impressed with him, and heard heard him speak, and read a lot of his books. So the idea of the concept of whether you're Hasidish or not is totally irrelevant, pertaining to this. The idea that we're emphasizing that the Balshantav again did not create new Torah from his own. It's an emphasis on everything that's given over from Torah Misenai. That's another one thing that people that are not Hasidim have difficulty understanding or any type of new Musr movement, like the Rasul Salanter, he created a new Musr movement to emphasize the concept of Musr and the Balshantav emphasizing Hasidus, it's not like it's brand new Taira that didn't exist for thousands of years and all of a sudden they're coming up with new things. That's not the case. This has been along and been around since Moshe Rabbeinu gave it over to the Bnei Yisrael at Sinai. It's just an emphasis. So in Hasidus, the Baal Shem Tev, the principle is Bechol Derachecha Da'ehu. That's a Pasuk in Mishle, Perik, Gimel, Pasuk, Vav. Know Hashem in all your ways. Which means that you dedicate yourself to serve Hashem, not only in actual performance of mitzvahs, but in everything, literally everything you do. If the intention of eating is to provide the body with the necessary nutrition, so that one has energy to perform good deeds then eating becomes part of Avedas Hashem. And the bracha before and the bracha after, certainly Birchas Mazain, enhances it. This applies to sleeping. This applies to physical intimacy with one's husband. This includes transacting business, any type of business, any type of skill, whether it's inherently quote-unquote holy mitzvah or whether it's quote-unquote mundane there's no such thing as mundane in yiddishkeit period that's the concept therefore you see this in the Torah, where yaakov avinu he slept where the besamikdash was going to be and he had a dream a dream with the sulam with the ladder malach going up and down it was ruach hakodesh it was a dream a nevuah and then Yaakov woke up, he said, he was a little fearful. Fearful doesn't mean like afraid for your life type of thing. It means certain awe, A-W-E, 
And he says, certainly Hashem is in this place, and I did not know. I didn't know. And how could he have known that this place where he was chosen to sleep was holy? So there's many interpretations that some say that he feel, felt bad, that he felt bad because he slept in a place of the Makan Amigdash. And in Shem Ver where he studied Tyra for 14 years, he never slept. And all of a sudden here he's traveling and he happens to be by the Makam Amigdash itself and he sleeps. Right? Because so so the way he learns the Pshat, Rabbi Tversky brings it down from the Hasidish interpretation of it is that till that point when he was learning those 14 years, he did not sleep. Meaning he didn't bequia sleep. He obviously he took naps like Everyone falls asleep from time to time. David also had a certain sleeping pattern, but never fully sleeping like formally. So he didn't sleep for 14 years, Yaakov Avinu, while he was studying in Shem Ve'ever, because he felt at that point that sleep has nothing to do with Avedis Hashem. It's just giving in to your physical body. Your body needs sleep, so you sleep. But it's not connected to serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This revelation this nevuah that Yaakov got in his sleep, in the place where the big Beis was, and to say, you're sleeping here. This is telling Yaakov Avinu openly that yes, sleep is holy too. I gave you, I put you to sleep here. You went to sleep here with the stones surrounding and with the stones 12 combining into one and this ladder about the gullus and all of this. Your sleep is part of Avaydis Hashem. That is what Yaakov meant. There's a presence of Hashem here, even in sleep. That I did not know. I did not know until now, not the regular pshat, that he felt bad. Oh, how could I sleep in such a holy place? The reverse of that. I did not know that sleeping in a holy place, the sleeping itself is serving Hashem. That's something new that I did not know before. And he brings down about judging people favorably. This is another big yesoid. Now, you're going to say it's a Hasidish concept? Baal Shem Tov? No. But Tzedek Tishpaitami Secha. Have a done is called Adam Lekav Schus. It's a halach in the Sefer Chavetz Chaim brought down. It's a schaivas to look at the defense of the Jewish people. Hashem doesn't need his own lawyers. We need to be the lawyers of the Am Yisrael. So there's a famous story where a wagon driver was greasing the axles of his wagon, the wheels, while wearing his talus and his fillin. Others looked at it and say how deeply disrespectful it is that you're wearing talus and tefillin and, you, and, you, and with the talus and tefillin you're cleaning your wheels of your wagon? And Rebbe Yitzchak turned around and said, Look how your children are devoted to you. That even though he's greasing his axles of his wagon and the wheels, he's still wearing his talus and tefillin because he still feels connected to you. He turned it on its head. Which one was true? It makes no difference whether you're going to say, oh, this particular wagon driver, he really was, uh, his head was in the physicality of things. He just didn't care about his talus and tefillin, really. He just felt he needed to daven and he was more concerned about his wagon. It's irrelevant. 
the panemius of Eid is this. Even Bilam was forced to say it. He saw no Avera in Yaakov, no perversity in Yisrael means inherently. It's superimposed on top. So if one sees no fault in Klai Yisrael, that Hashem is with him. That's the lesson that Levi Yitzchak Abadishev is teaching us. So these types of shiurim is going to be very important to inherently internalize in your life, to live a happy and calm, peaceful life, connecting with Hashem in all areas of your life. So the one lesson that we're going to convey, aside from what we talked about here in the introductory introduction, which is very important, Brings down from Remendel Rivmanov. He lived 200 years ago. He said this in approximately the year 1780. And he said that when there were no roads, you had to interrupt your journey when it got dark and you opened up a Tehillim at an inn or opened up a Safer and learned or talked to people in a healthy way. Nowadays, and this is in 1780, where there was an advent of more lights or technology of, of whatever sort there was, you can ride these days day and night. And the locomotive, the train systems had started to become a reality in those days. So there's no peace anymore. He said that in 1780. What would he say now in the, in the 2000s? We run to catch flights, we travel all day long, jet lags, no time for leisure and meditation, the phone's connected... Um, you know, you go to a motel, you right away want to connect to the news and whatever it is. It's just, we're communicating faster, we're traveling quicker, we're communicating more quickly. Phones, faxes, no more faxes anymore almost, but emails and so on and so forth. So we're wrapped up in this beautiful technology that is a gift, but we're misusing it by it overloading us and making us forget our tafkin in life. Funny, Rabbi Tversky brings down a two-page color advertisement for a certain luxury automobile that said like this, you could get from zero miles per hour to 60 miles per hour in 6.3 seconds. And that, together with everything else in there, the fact that you could do this in 11 seconds quicker than a regular car, 4.7 seconds worth more, you have to, you're paying another 40 grand for this luxury car, for that and a few other types of things like that. We lost our bearings with the technology. There's nothing wrong with technology. It could be used for good. It should be used for good. But we need to learn how to use it in a healthy, healthy balance. And I wish you all a bracha v'atzlacha with everything. And again, the purpose of these shiurim, really all of them, is to apply them in our daily lives. Recognize we can connect Hashem in all the phases of our lives. In whether it's mundane, whether it's holy, whether it's during the week, whether it's Shabbos, whether you're in a high mood or in a low mood, we have ability to connect with Hashem at every given moment and every given time, whether we're feeling well now, whether we're not feeling so well now, each in its own level, whether we feel warm and open and happy, or whether right now we feel closed up and sort of certain inner sadness, we serve Hashem with all our emotions, and with Hashem we ask Him to help us have healthy emotions and healthy thoughts.
And that's the concept of this part of the set of shiurim that we're doing. We're going to first talk about the books of Rabbi Tursky, particularly these type of concepts from the Baal Shem Tev and others. Again, this one was, Know Hashem in all your ways, not just with performing of mitzvahs, not just like by Adlokas near Shabbos, for example, but with everything you do. The fact that Yaakov Avinu, in this interpretation, recognized that sleep is not just to sustain the physical body, but it's a form of Avedis Hashem. Hashem made him specifically sleep in the Makam Amigdash to make him realize Hashem is present even in sleep. That I didn't know. The idea of Rabbi Yitzchak Yisrael, and the dangers of technology, of the lack of time and the rush that even of Mendel Rim would have recognized this 200 years ago in the 1780s when they had new advancements of railroad and so on and so forth, that we need to learn how to balance life properly and in a healthy way. Brachan atzlacha.